Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drinking Beer and Play Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Yes, hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight? Thank you for joining us. Welcome to episode 221. Brian, how you doing, my man? Chambers, I uh, got some beer in me right now. I did some PT. I'm, I'm slowly discovering all the million things wrong with me, so I'm... I'm drinking. I'm drinking the pain away, Jambers, and I'm clearing my fridge, because you know what? You know what? You know what time of year it is, Jim? We're we're getting there. We're creeping it's up. It's that beautiful transition from it's way too balls hot to beautiful fall and football, and the first the start of uh, my favorite season with beers. Uh, I actually at this point think I've drank more Oktoberfest beers than I have any other style. Like, because I keep doing the reviews every year, and last year when I went out and paid, like, over 115 bucks for a bunch of single bottles to do reviews on, ah. um, I think I've covered, like, every beer I could possibly find. But I got to clear out space, and this one actually is from, I think, St. Paddy's Day. It's the Empire Brewing Company's Black Magic Irish Coffee Stout Whiskey Barrel Blended. Uh, it's only 7%, which is shocking for something in a whiskey barrel. Um, that is kind of low. Yeah, I would. I thought it was going to be easily ten or eleven, but no write-ups. Just really cool designs. Got your little leprechauns, and then wow, four-leaf clovers. Racist. Racist. I don't know what the. I guess that's a tarot. Is the upside-down hand with the eye? Is that tarot? Uh, is that? I guess whatever. Dumb. I don't know what that, that is. is actually. But yeah, delicious, delicious beer. What I like about it is. Um, it's one of these super smooth. It doesn't have that kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like acrid kind of like burn to it yeah. that some of these get. And with the whiskey, it gives you that whiskey like kind of warmness as it goes down, but it's not. It's definitely not boozy at all. So hmm. super smooth, really good. It's my first time having stuff from Empire except for this beer. So yeah, they're from New York. So check them out. Interesting. But what uh, you got? Well, well. Well, Brian, I still don't have a kitchen, so my <laughs> options are limited. I actually uh, saw, like, I have these, like, butterscotch beers in there, which I forget if I had on the show yet or not when I did, like, my solo episode. I don't think so, but I feel like I remember you mentioning butterscotch. Maybe I had it with you. I don't or maybe know. Maybe I'm saving it. I never tried it, but because okay. I think that sounds like something I would like. Is it, before you tell me, is it a brown ale? I think so. Okay, because, I, I, like I said, that sounds like something I really want to try. Yeah, maybe I'll save it for you, too. But long story short, I don't have a kitchen, and I don't know where any of my glassware is. It's still all packed away. So even if I had a nice beer to show off or to try, I couldn't put it in a proper glass. Couldn't get the true effervescence, as they like to say. Couldn't really do it justice. Or even show it off or take pictures for Thursday Thursday or do any of the usual goddamn spiel. So I just have my good old Coors Lights. Silver right. bolts, Brian. Hey, that's what I got for the party when I had it at my place. And you know what? I hadn't had one in a while. They're I'll use a gemism. They're delightful. They're refreshing. Right? Exactly. <laughs> They're always there when you need them. God damn it. For the love of God, do not let the power go out. <laughs> tornado yeah, watch for, right now, people, as we record. I was going to say, yeah, right now we're uh, we're deep in a tornado and severe thunderstorm watch. So We're, we're being a little ballsy with this recording session. Yeah, there's a high probability one of us or both of us loses power. But. Yep. Also, speaking of this recording session, we were going to try and meet up once again, 
but I had band practice on Friday, and come Sunday, my bass player is like, oop, pot positive. I'm like, motherfucker, I can't go anywhere these days. So, Jim, what have I safe. said? I know you're going to keep trying to give me COVID, and I know you want to be a super spreader, but God damn it, no. <laughs> Look, Brian, it's like everything else. I'm taking everyone down with me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I can't believe the number of people now that are like, I thought this was like not a thing, really. And now I keep hearing more and more. Yeah, I guess. But it's like just I said, like... I guess are you still supposed to do this shit? I know I asked you this last time. Are you supposed to like not go out and all that? I don't know because uh, we have a gig on Thursday, so we're still go- that's going to oh. be up in the air with everything too. You heard it here, folks. Jim super spreader event his his gig. <laughs> like at this point, you're gonna with the way everyone's getting it at this point, you're gonna get it going shopping for food shopping. So I don't think there's any escaping it right now. <sighs> Chambers. Well, I hope you don't get it. I hope so as well. Um, and I know you're still in transition. With I don't have a game your- room to enjoy it if I get it this time. <laughs> well, that's I don't what have I was a couch say. to lay on. I know you're still in transition. I, I, I doubly hope you don't get it for that reason, because you don't have any other than your Switch. I'm sure you don't have anything, but... Uh, no. I know how shit's been keeping you busy, but have you been able to squeak in any game time at all? The most gaming I did was about five minutes the other day, because I was at a thrift store, and I think I showed off before like that plug-and-play Mega Man thing I have. Mm-hmm. I found one for Space Invaders, and nice. I was like, three bucks? Cool. I know what to expect with this thing. And you know what? Maybe it's simple enough that my daughter would like it and get into it. I don't think she's a gamer, Bri. So we were sitting there playing, and it was a typical thing where we played it for about like four minutes. And then like she was like, she still doesn't quite have the concept of moving and shooting at the same time. Mm. So that's still a struggle. And then she was just like, this is boring, and just chucked it. And I was just like, God, fuck. Like, just pay $3 for the damn thing. I noticed it I freezes. Mean, I don't know if it froze beforehand, and that's why they donated it, or if it's because of that. But, yeah. Jim, you got the perfect combo there. Non-gamer and a female who doesn't appreciate shit. I mean... <laughs> what am I going to say? This is real life. This is what I'm, happens. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm actually right now at a point where I'm sitting at the opposite end of that spectrum. My son is balls in on gaming especially now that i he his one of his cousins um has minecraft so every 10 minutes i get hey can you check if he's on can you check if he's on and when they're on the conversation is just hilarious like stop stealing my iron like let's build a fo- let's build a ha- let's build a house now let's build a, build a secret house underneath now let's build a parkour thing and then the bickering between the two, and, they, and he's got the headphones on and the whole thing. It's cute and it's funny, but it's also like, oh god, like I, I'm creating a monster with this. And he's like, not a quiet boy when he isn't worked up. So no. I can just imagine how he's going in there. Yeah. So right, I, is this going to be like the uh, version of how like when we were kids, like we grew up with dial-up internet, so you had to either have the phone or have the computer. Get off the goddamn computer. You're gonna have it, that now with being like, get off my TV. I want a game. Dude, literally, the yesterday I got done work, I was like, you know what, I'm going to fire up some Blasphemous, because I'm, I'm pretty far along. I don't, so I got through the gate after you got the three keys, and I'm way past, like, a few, you, there's like three sections past that. Um, 
I don't know what the next big boss is. Like, I beat this one crazy, creepy boss where it's like a blind baby and a scorpion thing. Oh, yeah. I That thing was annoying. Because like, that baby, I didn't know, insta-killed you if it grabbed you, which I found out. Sure did. Um, but no, like, I also have been making it a point. I've been backtracking and trying to collect, like, the relics and stuff. Like, every time I get a new power or something, I'm like, ooh, now I can jump in mud. Now I can do that. Like... So the game has fully, fully sucked me in. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. But like I said, I think when it showed my percentage, I'm like 70 or 75% done. So I have to imagine I'm close to the end. Damn. Because I've gotten like almost all the bones. I've gotten all but like two or three powers for the sword. So I don't know what bosses, like what bosses are actually left. Like... I, I, I keep getting these little cutscenes of like this big face in a mask that keeps opening up. Oh, I think that's like the final boss, basically. Like, oh, okay. that's a lot of thunder and lightning. Good. This will go great. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been like two years. I really don't remember. But uh, I mean, I think when I beat it, I was like in the low to mid 80s for percentage for when I finally okay. just finished it off. So you're probably close. Did you? Or if like... you're just being an autist and you're just going to be at like 94% by the time you get to the end possible i i'm being very you know i'm not i know i already settled and i'm not getting everything but if i know of something like i mark it on the map and when i get powers if i think like oh now i need to go through that green mist and not get hurt or this or that like i go back and try to unlock as much as i can i assume you did not do that um i went back and did it a lot and then eventually i was like at the like 17 or 18 hour mark and i was like all right let's just wrap this you're shit just up. done yeah. yeah no but it's you know it Excellent game. Um, definitely has me excited for Blasphemous 2. And yep. I think this one has really... It's one of the better Metroidvanias where it's like, yes, there's backtracking, but it feels more rewarding to backtrack than some of the other ones. Yeah, and especially since, like, even when you're, like, further along and, like, you're still powered up, the combat's still tough. Yeah. And it's not like they paracreeped you either. Like, the enemies aren't any tougher. It's just no. they were tough to begin with. Now they're just slightly easier. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and yeah, they'll, they'll just... I'm amazed. Like, yes, there is a lot of reuse of energies. Like, the guys that pop out of the ground. Or, like, oh, like, the ones that are, like, our pictures on the walls that reach out oh, yeah. and grab you. They'll just change palettes or styles. But then they introduce, like, random, absolutely ones that I've never seen. And it's like... Okay, like you, you have to, you really do have to learn it. Um, those, those cocksuckers with the bells that reanimated enemies. Oh god, they were uh, the worst. They were annoying, and you know, it's like when you get into a rhythm of getting hit by, you know, the priests that are floating and can stab down. Oh, do I ever? Once they start stabbing you, and then when there's like enemies on the ground, and they kind of get you in like almost a locked combo, where you're like, "Fuck, just get away!" Mm -hmm. That gets so annoying so fast. Oh yeah, but but yeah, no, that's been my main. Um, I have done some DVD. Uh, it's funny. I'm actually. Um, I'll save that story for another time. I want to see where it goes. I'll just say that. Okay. I'm just gonna say, you know me. I got into a spat with a TTV, a, a, a Twitch streamer, um, who like was basically purposefully tunneling me out of a game, but letting everyone else live. And then decided to, on top of that, she was going to talk shit to me. And you know that trick, like, if you're going to be a piece of shit, but then talk shit on top of that, 
I'm not gonna let that go. Ooh. And so yeah, it, it's it, it's been it's been interesting. So yeah, well I'll, I'll save. I want to see where it goes till next week because then we had a follow up game by accident. But then I decided to go into her stream. She had a lot of people there, but uh, yeah, I think I think I got in her head. I, I think I think I'm pissing her off. So yeah. All right, keep that up. We need to, we we have a lot of stories to get to this week, so we need a status report next week. Yeah, but um, yeah, I've been playing that. And right, then... right. Channel you're in her 1950s. Put the woman in her place, and then we'll take it from there. I called her sweetie, and I don't think her audience like that. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! I mean, oh yes, but because <laughs> I'm here for the shit show, this is gonna be great. So yeah, but yeah, other I'm sure than that went over well, Brian. Um, call her yeah, sweet cheeks I... next time. After that, well, super quick story, Jim. When when she decided to target me again, and she's someone who actually has like three thousand followers on Twitch, like so not a small. No, decided to target and tunnel me because she saw my name and remembered me. And after she beat me, like I noticed, I was like, it's her name again. I go on her stream. I'm like, I was gonna let it go, but like she's still talking shit about me. So I was like. I, I decided I'm going to hop in here. And she kept saying, like, all right, guys, I need to take a break. I need to go, like, let my dog out, da 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 And then I came in. I said, why do you love me so much? And she's like, what are you talking about? And then she realized who I was. And then she was doing a squeaky voice for, like, some charity marathon thing. Like, you know those annoying things that, like, a lot of vloggers do where it's like, eh, like, they have an auto-tune thing? She literally turned it off to use her real voice to try to come back with me. And it went on for like 10 or 15 minutes. And I said, I'm obviously more important than your dog. Cause you said you had to go and let your dog out. And now you're staying here with me. She's like, you're not more important than my dog. I was like, I'm getting to her. I'm getting to her. And it's funny. Cause I swear to God, I, I was like, let me check in an hour later. Still every so often they're, they're bringing me up. I'm like, they are pissed. So Brian bringing back the negging. Look at this. Yeah. So, but no, outside of that, that's it, man. Those two have been my only games, except with my son. I've been playing uh, the that cartoon from 2013 to 2014, TMNT. That's for the 360. It's oh, like a yeah, yeah. Turtles the, game. the CGI one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was a good, um, that was a good turtle series. I love it. Like, I'm actually, I'm like, damn, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. Better than the movie. Well, I don't know if that's fair. But what, um, that live action one from back then? No, the one I just saw, the brand new one. Oh, you saw the new... Oh, you didn't like it, huh? It's not that I didn't like it. Um, they really fucked up uh, April and Splinter. And the characters are just... I I, I don't want to spoil it, because if I tell you what Splinter is, I need you to see it for yourself. But I don't know why they did him dirty. And, and, and April was just annoying as shit. Mm-hmm. So the characters themselves... They're fine. They 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 definitely took big swings with all the characters. Like no, this isn't a spoiler. Superfly, aka Baxter Stockman, isn't Baxter Stockman. He's just a fly that's called Superfly, and it's Ice Cube. So imagine Ice Cube as a mutated fly. It's actually cool, but it's a big swing. You're like, he's like the most powerful mutant ever in this world. I'm like, this is a little odd. So yeah, they they took some big swings. Um, some of it I did like, but but other parts I was kind of like, eh, why'd you why'd you why'd you go and do this? I've seen even people who like really like the movie still say that they did Splinter Dirty. So all right, yeah, yeah. But no, that's that's basically been it for me. In April, so Jambers, why? 
Wait, what? I yeah, said I, April what? Fett, like fat and once again call it a spoiler her gimmick is like when she gets in front of camera she throws up and they need to show it like a gross out thing because it's so funny when girls throw up on camera like it was so overdone that it wasn't even like if it was just a quick snippet and went away but they show the full throw up thing you're like why weird it was very weird I just I don't get it but Chambers what I do get is our awesome patrons and their questions. So what do we got this week? Yes, patreon.com slash drink beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So first up, actually, got to use burn retinas from last week. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jim, look, you forgot. The difference <laughs> between it coming <laughs> in <laughs> after <laughs> we record <laughs> and like five days before. And you just <laughs> don't check <laughs> the goddamn <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so, Brian. Very important question. Okay. What are the first three things you check for in a new hotel room? The first things I check for in a new hotel room? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am someone I'll pull back the sheets, be like, make sure there's no buggies. Yep. Um, check. I, honestly, that might be, like, I mean, I take a shit. I... But like the, I guess you check the water when you wash your hands, and uh, I see if there's a fridge if I have stuff with me. Um, so I guess technically, bed is there a fridge? Because I do a lot of travel for work, so it's like you know, I'm if I'm going on vacation, I pretty much know what's going to be in the room. Um, but that's probably oh, and then the view. I do open up the windows all the time, like if the windows are closed, I want to see what's out there. That's kind of probably it. It's very basic. Um, yeah, sheets sheets are a very important one because, like you said, bed bugs. Oh boy. And then, I think me number two definitely toilet paper. Checking the stock that's on hand, <laughs> seeing if I should uh, make sure that when the lady comes around that I don't grab a few more. I know me, Brian. I know what this life is. Uh, listen, that that's why I was very curious. Like you, you seem to be ready for some answers, and I'm like, what is Jim? That is a good question. <laughs> And I guess, actually, at this point, I've, I, I'm obviously not in as many as you are, but I've been in enough hotels to know the quality of a goddamn refrigerator that's in there. Mm-hmm. And I always check the fridge because if you get a bad one, ugh, oh, is that a damper? Like, the two worst I ever had, like, one was, I think I talked about it at a wedding I was at last year, where it wasn't even a fridge. It was, like, a cold box, but it was, like, a lukewarm cold box. Like, it didn't even get cold. Yeah. And we're in downtown D.C., and this is, like, a super expensive hotel. And they had this, like, artsy fart. Like, they didn't have carpets on the ground. They had, like, a rug <laughs> with concrete. It was, like, trying to be this, like, minimalist bullshit, I guess. Like, And then, yeah, this cold boxing that didn't keep anything goddamn cold. So, yeah, that sucked. And then the one year you didn't do uh, too many games with, like, Dan and I, uh, we get in there and I start opening the thing up and it's just, like, water everywhere. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. So, obviously, it was, like, a shitty one with, like, a bad... Either it wasn't fully closed or just had a bad freezer and it was all melted and had to clean that crap up. So, yeah. A quality fridge is definitely a must. Yeah. Although, there's not much you can do about it, though, either. Unless it's completely on the fritz. No. I'm actually shocked how well the fridge worked uh, at our place for MAGFest. Oh, yeah. Considering that that place. That place was... That that, that was out there. A little questionable. It was a little questionable. Little, little on the main strip, away from the actual event itself. Yeah, fifteen-minute Uber drive. Not the most expensive place in the world. 
but still, it was it was it was questionable. You don't Small you don't take smoke. A, you don't take a date back there unless you're paying for it. So yeah, I am curious though. Like it's funny you mentioned toilet paper. I am curious like what people really. I guess the only other answer would be like. Once again, if I'm going on vacation, we bring so much of our own shit. Like, but if I'm by myself for work or shit, I have to check like, did they actually stock shampoo, soap, all that stuff? Right. Do you check for the quality of it and go, am I going to steal this? <sighs> I, you know what's funny is probably younger me would have been like, oh, I can use. It. I'm at the point now. It's like, on I I number one. Even though I don't have, like, the worst hot water, like, I will purposely make that shit. Like, I'm going to run it extra long. I'm going to stay in that shower extra long. And I'm going to use basically all of it in, like, one or two showers. Like, all the stuff I got there. Um, but the soap, what I will note is, is this the soap that's going to leave me feeling really gritty? Yeah, and, that's the and, worst. And I'm like, oh, is this one of those bullshit, like, they're all natural soaps where I know it's not going to quite do the job? And I'm gonna be like... I'm going to have to feel like I'm going to have to shower an extra, like, 20 minutes just to really feel clean. So so I guess that that is something I would Ooh, Speaking of the shower, the shower head. I like to check me the shower head. Am I going to yeah. have one with an adjustable, multiple flows? Or do I just have that bog-standard one from the 1950s <laughs> with just the one spray and nothing else half-rusted over? Right. Basically, I need to see if I can if I can jet out my butthole. That's what I'm basically there to see. Damn I need it. to have my jet stream, Brian. Damn it, Jim. I know I'm not going to get the detachable arm. I know there's not going to be a bidet there. Speaking yeah. of, I'm part of the bidet life now. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a very... Well, I, you know what's funny is I don't use... Maybe once in a blue moon I use it, but like for my wife, especially... I will say, I admit, she does leave the temperature on the thing sometimes sitting down. I had to mentally get over a warm toilet seat. I always associate that with somebody who has just recently sat down and I hated that feeling. Now it's not bad. I don't mind it. Right, soon enough, it'll be the only way you can poop. <laughs> you'll be sitting outside the busy stall going, thank you. And Jim, and the secret guy code, which I'm sure every guy knows, if you are traveling by yourself, or even just with your wife or girlfriend or side piece, if you got two beds, you know, one bed is for, for the oh, sex yeah. and everything else, the other one is for the actual sleeping. Oh, yeah. But, but if you're by yourself... Jim's popping on that waifu. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm just letting it spray. I ain't cleaning up shit. Damn it, Jim. Much like Call of Duty, Brian. I'm a spray and pray guy. I did like that question a lot until Jim said that. So, thank you, bud. <laughs> Don't forget to check out this week's Krusty Corner over patreon.com slash drink a beer play game for just $1. Jim, remind me one question. Waifu. Doesn't that just mean wife? I think I think it's some. I don't but even. I guess what it is just it even? Wife, like is it was term. it? Is this one of these like it's an actual legit term or it was like made up on Twitter and internet as like a bullshit like? That's well, I mean, just a it, way to it say predates it. Twitter. So well, that's what, I don't know. That's that's my why I'm asking. Term for a fictional character, usually in anime or related media, that someone has great and sometimes romantic affection for. Mm. See, Brian, pure. I don't see why. I don't see what the problem is here. I think I think um, they're they're making it sound more romanticized than than what it's actually used for. Right, there is no greater love than the love between a don't between a man and his wife, Brian. Don't you dare. Next question, you son of a bitch. Next up from Todd Howard sucks. I was listening to a history podcast about Philadelphia, and they talked in depth about y'all's mayor Frank Rizzo. He seemed like a real piece of work. No question, I guess. 
Good guy. Took care of business. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. Uh, he basically turned Philadelphia for his tenure basically into like a police state. Uh, I mean, he was the chief of police for a number of years, and then he was mayor for a while. And he's in this weird place in Philadelphia lore right now where like all the old heads like worship the ground he walks on. See, so he was never better when he was here, all this stuff. And then all the young kids are like, uh, he basically like, you know, was like a dictator almost. Now, my dad's an ex-cop. He's 80 years old. He fucking loves Frank Rizzo. City was never better than during that time. Is but, he the one that, like, as he was older and a reporter was say, saying something to him, he said, I'll hit you, you crumb bum, or something like that? I think that was him. I believe I that, that was, was him. him, yeah. Yeah. Like, he talked like a cop in the 20s. Yeah. I mean, he is he is a guy that is straight out of a movie. If if he, I don't know if I wouldn't call him corrupt, like Jim's saying, I would call him like the opposite. Like he went so far deep into the police state. Now, is it very questionable if you look at his history? Could he have been tied to the mob? It's uh, yeah, there might have been some there, there might have been some things. And is he also the one that dropped the bomb? No, that was Wilson Good, Brian. That's right. Um. We, we've I, had a very checkered history of politicians in Philadelphia. We had Wilson Good bombing his own city. We had that DA who shot himself live on the news. We had John Street who would fucking get in brawls in city as part of city council before he was mayor. And he was always being probed by the FBI and shit like that. We had, well, Jim, we had Ed Rendell who went on to be governor who would rather spend his time talking on sports talk radio than actually doing anything. <laughs> we've just had so many good ones, Brian. But Jim... Without Frank Rizzo, we wouldn't have had all the classic skits from the Jerky Boys. Ooh, you got a point there. So, you know, interesting guy. I of all the mayors, like, I don't, I wouldn't like point him out as, like Jim said. There's going to be different views of it. Um, I don't know. I know very little other than the little history lesson Jim just gave me. But I did know he is favored by a lot of the older people. You know, um, I I thought he was the one that dropped the bomb in the middle of a friggin' row home. Uh, since he's not, I guess he's better than that guy. I it, guess. It's, I it's guess a, that's it's a low bar. There's a low bar I, there. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I guess dropping a bomb is is worse, right? Like, that's probably as bad as you get. Firebombing children probably worse than running a police state. I will give you that. I'm I'm just saying, and he did use the word crumb bum. If it is him, I don't even know. So Jim, I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's him. I don't think it. Would, I can't really think of anyone else it would be. So from now on, that's your new nickname, crumb bum. Crumb bum. I'll take that. I don't know. It seems like something Mike, uh, Michael Nutter would have said. He'd been like, "You're a crumb bum." That guy, the biggest nerd in the world. Don't even start on him. <laughs> or good old Jim Kenny do nothing, being like, "We could prosecute anyone, but why?" I mean, I guess the only good news, Jim, is I look at cities like New York and California. I'm like, all right, well, they definitely have worse mayors than we do. So, Yeah, I mean, we had good old, uh, what was it, Marion Barry in D.C. who was an actual crackhead while he was in office. So. That's what I'm saying. Could be worse. Could be it's worse, just, Jim. It's the same. You see a politician, just like spit on him. That's all. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're not there for you. Just give him a little spit. A little tap but, of the balls. <laughs> but, but but good non-question, J.D. <laughs> well, that was Todd Howard. Oh, Todd. Good job. Yep. But that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So once again, thank you to everyone out there for the Patreon questions. Really appreciate. Uh, okay. That was just a comment. I was just making sure. I was double checking. <laughs> God damn it. But yes. Check it. Head on over to Patreon.com. Drink a beer, play a game. Two bucks a month gets you a question. Five bucks and up 
gets you bonus episodes. Oh, speaking of, I swear to God, we will get around to it this month to at least do one of the ones we have yes. on the docket for Patreon. Uh, like me with the move, Bry with having the immune system of an invalid, and with Nerdy Nick. Actually, shout out to Nerdy Nick. He just got announced that he's doing a panel at uh, Game on Expo in Arizona this year, doing his yeah, podcast. Our so. boy Nick. And Squared Podcast is taking off. Congrats to him. That's awesome. So, yeah, we've been some busy boys, but we will definitely get a bonus episode in this month. And then, of course, you have video game review requests and all the other kinds of crap. So, yeah. head on over to Patreon. Check out all the exclusive content there. Thank you, guys. Truly, truly appreciate it. Chambers, right before we started, came across a comment. And I really want to get your take because I feel like... Yeah, this is, this is different than what we normally do. I'm down for this. Yeah, um, I, I feel like you're kind of on the bandwagon of kind of hating Marvel movies. Well, just hating superhero movies. Like It's I, just so overdone. Oh, no, no. It, And you and I agree on that. But I felt like you felt it was overdone when it was still good. Right now, the movies are coming out. Like, I just watched It was Guardians. overdone when it was good. We didn't well, need 70 of them. Guardians, like, three I just watched. And I actually always liked, I liked the first two Guardians a lot. Guardians 3 is not it. It's... Really? Okay, because that was the only one I would maybe give the time to. Because I think I like the Guardians ones probably like the most-ish out of all the uh, Marvel ones going into it. If you want to see a semi-origin story of Adam Warlock, I don't, I don't like how it's done. Um, everything else about it is so meh. And I'd say one of the strengths of Guardians, and yes, it's overused, but they were one of the first ones to really do like the, the pop music interviews in it. Yeah. Has the worst soundtrack of all. Like, the first two, I love those soundtracks. I love the songs chosen. This one, I didn't walk away with, like, one song going, like, oh, yeah, I really like that one. No. So. No one meeting you, this will probably be the soundtrack I like the most. Yeah, oh, I know. It, it's it's the Streets Rage 3 of the series. And you'd be like, sign me up. But they got this song. Uh, but yeah, so th so what I saw was from uh, it's from Culture Crave, but it's a comment from Adam Devine. He was on Theo Vaughn's podcast, who basically is saying superhero films killed comedies. Because the question Theo, him and Theo were going back and forth. They're like, why are there like no more good comedies? Or, like why aren't there that many comedies? And Adam's response was basically, well, Marvel ruined it because people now go to movies expecting you to have spent two hundred million to make it, and they keep, they don't want to go there knowing a film doesn't work, doesn't cost that much. Oh, and by the way, on top of that, uh, these crazy huge productions—they're also kind of funny. They're not trying to be comedies, but they splice in funny stuff. And one of his examples is like, "Well, you got a talking raccoon. Of course, that's hilarious." So, like, he's kind of going on. That's a cope. That's it's not such the reason a cope. why. It's such a cope, and it's also, like, he's like, you know, back in the day, you'd have, you know, uh, f I, I think in the clip, if you go all the way down, the link will be below. He says, like, there was something like 40 or 30 comedies a year, and you now, at best case, you get six or seven. What I would argue is, just like right now, superheroes that are at such a glut, and there was way too many movies... And now you see the quality starting to drop. They will go away. Like, th there will always be something, but it will go away. In the mid to late 2000s, the glut of fucking stupid comedies. And I well, love a lot of mid, them. Mid, the mid to late 10s. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. It just, you couldn't escape it. And Adam Devine started a lot of terrible ones. And maybe people just got too tired of 
terribly written comedies. That's like, you can find funnier stuff on Family Guy or your sitcoms. Like, you don't need to go to a movie and pay 12 bucks a ticket to watch something that's really not that funny. That you're like, or I could just stream stuff that is actually funny. So, so I've never looked, I honestly, I've never liked Adam Devine. I've never watched anything that I thought he was funny in. I didn't see Workaholics. I know a lot of people love it. I just haven't seen it. I saw a couple episodes and it was, eh. Like, it's one of those ones I watched and I was like, all right, I get it. Yeah. And I'm not talking, that may be a good show. I just, the f- couple it was movies, It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but it was, it was I thought it was overhyped. Yeah. And, and it's like. I just feel like that is a cope to just cope right there. There's a, it annoys me enough how much people and you've used the term. And it's so stupid. The Cape shit. It's like, dude, they've tried it for every generation. When we were growing up there, like, you know, you had some good Batman movies. You sprinkle in a Superman once in a while. The X-Men tried it for a little while. First couple were good. Then it went bad. Blade had some movie like it was so sporadic and then yeah when the MCU hit and it really took off now that's the thing now you have too many and too many shows but stop using that as a that's the excuse for comedy not being hot right now it's like maybe all you writers the writers that do that shit aren't as funny as you think movie studios would kill to bring comedies back and to have like good comedy writers out there writing movies. Yeah. Because you can make them for thirty million. You can make them for cheap. And for the most part, you're probably gonna make a profit on them. But there's probably three uh, here. Threefold, Brian. Here's my three theories of why. Go ahead. Well, number one, like you said, burnout. There are so goddamn many of them. Like we were getting like what? Three Melissa McCarthy movies a year by like the end of the twenty tens and shit yeah. like that. Where like, you know, right before the twenty twenties. So two. COVID. COVID threw off everything. And everyone's sitting at home scared from a global pandemic. Not too many people are going to be going out. Well, obviously not going out to watch a movie, but might not have been in the mood. Three. Or especially for why it's not, like, fucking Marvel. One, like, there are still some that are around, but have you seen the ones that get promoted? Like, that one with, like, Sandra Bullock and, like, doing some shootout at her wedding or some crap with... Uh. And Whatever, then, like, yeah. there's, like, a random John Cena one here and there. and Yeah. Like, in hell, I, I watched I watched Knockers. I watched the – or Blockers. Like, I saw that. Didn't see it in the theater. Oh, now here's what my real number three was going to be besides bad. So, four. So, number four, streaming. Why would you ever go to a theater and pay 15 bucks a fucking ticket to watch, you know, a dumb comedy that you can obviously wait for? There's no must-see comedy that you're going to kill to go see the day it comes yeah. out. Yeah. At least with Marvel, they had the thing until fucking Endgame, and that's why it's stupid they kept going, is, you know, it's like, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, they're building this up. Oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, yeah. yeah you're not going to have that with the comedy. So people are in inflation, too. People have less money now than they have before. So there's like a thousand different reasons. But at the end of the day, if you make something funny, people are going to fucking watch it. Exactly. And that's the thing, is you could... There is, I think, to your point, I think theaters in general, I don't even th- I doubt even... Marvel movies, not just because they're bad, but also, yeah, who's like going out of their way to go to theaters? Every movie I've gone to in the past year and a half has been for my kids. I saw Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I saw Sonic 2, I saw Super Mario Brothers, and uh, 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 Toy Story 4. Those have been the movies I've gone to for my kids. I'm not going for me. Um, but 
you know, I'll add one to that, Jim. And it might be cliche to say, but it's like comedies are scared to take risks right now because yeah. shit is too woke and you don't want to make the jokes that actually make people laugh. You want to be safe. The comedies that live on forever. If you watch, if you watch Tropic Thunder today and that was tried to be made today, it couldn't be. It's funny as shit because it's inappropriate as shit and people do not want to make those right now. If you did make those, I guarantee you would sell out as long as it's written funny, of course. But like, that's a big part of it. I, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, like if you go like bad Tropic Thunder quality, obviously it's not like you know the same movie at all. But like, like you know, for as extreme as Tropic Thunder tried to be, and you want to do a bad like, then you have like Sausage Party three at this point, shit like that. So, yeah, which is like, yeah, they're going over the top crude with animation because what there I just saw, isn't there that one stupid one with uh, like the dogs and it's like they talk dirty to each other? I don't fucking know. I, but yeah, there's there's one. It's like you know, it's these dogs that they can talk so they can be extra raunchy because it's dogs. Just like when it was the little kid movie that was basically super bad, but for little kids that they made a couple years ago. I forget what I it's called. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it, it, I did watch it. I couldn't tell you one part that stuck out, but it was like literally like, yeah, these kids that like wanted to go to some eighth grade party. It's super bad, but like I said, younger, and they're all cursing and saying crazy shit. Um, yeah, I, so yeah, but to just cope with. Marvel I mean, you can be it, safe and clean and funny. Like, it's an art form. Like, not a lot of people pull it off. You need like, a really you, good writers. Or yeah, or just you need to be really clever. Yeah, you need like you need to have people who are good as like Brian Regan and Jim Gaffigan. There's not a lot of people like that out there who can be that clean and that funny. So, so what you're saying, Jim, is we need AI to replace the writers. Well, obviously, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it it's say say what you want. It, it's very tough now. I feel like for anyone nowadays, especially with the glut of streaming and everything you said, you're going up against that. But to come up with something that's even considered a little bit original, it was tough enough always. Like there is no original thought anymore. It's a rehash of stuff you've seen one way or another. No, yeah. And to, and and comedy is such a man to write something funny it's easy to write an action scene that's epic if you throw enough money at it you can make it epic right you got to be smart enough and know enough comedy to actually make something funny and it's like i don't i don't know i don't, I don't know what what does that but yeah comedies until you increase your quality you're not going to go anywhere so. yeah i mean it's just like you said like comedy the biggest way comedy spreads is by word of mouth so if something's funny people are going to find it yep so yeah, comedy's dead because nothing's funny right now. No one's making anything funny. There. And, and, an also, and the last thing, Jim, you said streaming. I'm also going to throw in there YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. They're going to clip out the funniest moments. You're going to know the funniest shit of a movie before you even see it. So now you're going to be like, well, why do I need to see it? I saw the funny part. Fucking TikTok. Now no one has an attention span either. If you're not funny in the first 30 seconds, you are donezo. Don't even get me started about uh, Yeah. So... I just saw that. I, I just wanted to get your take on it. So, yeah. No, he's uh. I mean, like like you said, I've never seen anything where I'm like, oh, thank God, Adam Devine is in this. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I think that was that good of a line. Look at me. Look at me being Johnny Funny Pants. Damn it. You should write a comedy. Maybe, Maybe I will. 
Ah, oh, chambers. Uh, but speaking of super random shit that you shared, um, we have the link below, but this is news that's kind of been out, is uh, Red Dead Redemption is coming to Switch, and also randomly PS4, but more importantly, Switch, um, and also Undead Nightmare, because we did, I did kind of talk about this previously, but we, we've been joking how long about like how one of Switch's selling points was putting Skyrim when it was almost 10 years old, and now you're putting... Red this Dead is, Redemption's that's 13 years old, putting it yeah, on there. Which, absolutely great game. Not knocking it. it. It is what it is. I was a little shocked, though. Like, what did they mean PS4? Because there is versions you can play on PS4 on the cloud. I guess they mean... I don't know. Because on Xbox, the shit was always backwards compatible. You could play... Like, so I don't... That's the one piece I don't get. Yeah, that's the thing where, like, when they first got announced, a lot of people were like, well, why isn't this on Xbox? And the answer was, it already is. Because, like you said, you could just pop a disc in there, and it'll just give you the updated version so you can play it on your new systems. Xbox doesn't have its own games, but they do treat older games pretty goddamn well for the most part. Yeah. Um, it's how they make up for it. But, yeah, it is... The PS4 is a weird fucking choice, man. So... Like, <sighs> it, 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 there's no, I don't know why they would do that. Cause are you going to pay anything close to a full price for a PS4 game at this yeah, point? And, and apparently it's like in the UK, it's going to be 50 ish pounds or something like <sighs> that. So, which that's, that's goddamn brave. And it's not like it's even an updated or like really fixed version of it either. I think it's basically just going to be like a straight port. And do you honestly think, even if you're just a Nintendo diehard, do you think there's enough people who haven't played that that are going to buy it for the Switch? Other than, uh, yes, it would be cool to have it on the convenience on the go, but, like, is anyone clamoring that much for that? I, I don't know. It's just a very weird thing to, like, now port, especially with news that, like, right around the corner is a new Switch console. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, it's all weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not, like, the worst idea in the world to put it on there because, one, you still have, like, 150-some million units out there at PS4s. So, you know, if someone wants it, they can just do it. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm going to assume it's going to do the thing that a lot of other PS4 games do where if it plays on the 4, it'll play on the 5. So I'm going to assume it's going to have that kind of compatibility. So yeah. that's fine. So instead of just making a pure PS5 version and then, you know, cutting into your sales, I guess that makes sense. But still, 50 goddamn dollars and, like, the only real improvement they do is, like, more added language support. Like, that's fucking brave. At least on the Switch. Like like you said, you're getting that bad portability and shit like that. But I, I, I don't, don't know, know who's going to. I Like, this is one I need to know, like, once it's out and, and like, give it a couple months. What are those sales figures like? Like, I, I think, come on, it can't be that crazy. It's just bizarre. And again, like to Rockstar too. It's like, rocks. I mean, I guess it's easy enough to just like you know shit this out to get a little bit more sales while you sit back with your 180 million units sold of fucking GTA Five, which is insane. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, like GTA Five is the second highest selling game of all time. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. So they're in no hurry to make anything new. So I guess this is another little stopgap for that. But it's not remastered. It's not updated. It's as old as can be. It's going to be 720p on the PS4. So, like, that's 
That's ridiculous. That's like a slap in the face. It's just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, and I, I added another tweet here. So it's from an Xbox fanboy. So like the console it. war bullshit, it's like dumb, but Corny, it does yeah. make a point where like on the Xbox, you know, it's fully backwards compatible. You can use your old copy of a game and not have to buy a new one. It's going to be in 4K. You have free cloud saves and whatever smart delivery is. I don't know what the fuck that is. Whereas, um, yeah. you know, on the PS4, you can play it on the PS5, but it's not backwards compatible. You're paying 50 bucks, 720p. Uh, you don't have your old save file, so you're starting over again. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, bizarre. Who, like, who is this for? That, that, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, odd, odd move. So, you know, if somebody in the comments, if you know a better reason why they would possibly do this, you let us know. But it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yep. But, Bri, speaking of PlayStation and oh, so important updates and new things for it. Right, you can finally turn off the beep on your PS5. It's huge news. Revolutionary. It's like, what the fuck? Somebody, the fact that somebody's been working on this, and you know it's a very simple UI fix. It's not like this crazy complex thing, but that they need to even include it. Now, it's buried in a lot of other things that PS5 can do, which now includes like... You can search for your games in your library. You can join friends sessions easier without joining through a party. Like Make the, private you, groups easier. Control your haptic feedback from other shit. Use a second controller if you're, you know, disabled for accessibility. Like, that's a yeah. good thing and shit like and, that. And there's a lot of, like, additional compatibility with the Atmos stuff. Like, so, it's a quality of life improvement. But, yeah, the one that does stick out is in all that. They're like, and you can mute the beep sound. And so many news outlets are making, like, such a big deal about it, where it's like, are this many people complaining about that? I like, never knew it was an issue. Like, I, like, I've seen the memes where it's like, you just get in a big fight, and you, the guys, and the woman's like, you know, are you listening to me? And then all of a sudden you hear the PlayStation beeps. Yeah. Out. Like, I know that meme, but is that really coming from a place of, like, this it's beep of, of startup problem? being, what? What? I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I was thinking of it the like... fuck cares? If you were a kid and you were told to, like, go to sleep and your parents hear the beep, like, that's where my mind went. But I'm like, who has ever been so mad? You're like, that fucking beep! Like, who is getting that angry? If anything, I... Honestly, every time I've heard a sound from my systems, it's almost a calming because I'm about to do something I really enjoy. Or, or it's just like, oh, thank God it turned on. Oh, thank God yeah, well, it worked. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like... I didn't get the three beeps. That means problem. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Looking out for that red ring of death on the old 360s. Oof. But, yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. That's something... Somebody's got to be able to explain it better to me and Jen because it don't make sense. I didn't know it was an issue. Like, I thought I... Like, I, I mean, no. I know I am. I spend too much time on the goddamn internet as is. But I thought I would have had some kind of inkling about why this is such a big deal. And apparently I don't. Makes zero, zero sense to me. But so there's a lot of things, Jim. But, Jim, there is one thing I know I can get behind a million percent. I don't care how you feel about <clears throat> Elon Musk and all the goofiness he does, what he's done to Twitter, a.k.a. X. Yeah, he's a but, retard. <clears throat> but he's he tweeted something... I don't know, a couple days ago, and basically said, if you've ever been 
fired or had something affect your personal life um, because of Twitter, Twitter, uh, reach out to me and I'll pay your legal fees to fight that. And one of the things we actually covered, uh, was it earlier this year or last year? I think it was earlier this year. Yeah. Because it was around, I think it was around the time of Hogwarts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we covered the story about Carol Lynn, who uh, she made the media circuit like rounds. uh, Basically, she was let go of uh, from Limited Run Gaming. That fucking company. Your favorite. And she basically like he heard about it. He reached out to her. He said, is this real? Because she got let go because she was following uh, libs of TikTok, whatever. Um, And they've been having a conversation. So he literally was like, all right, let's go. Let's deal with them. So from there, just like DM has been sent. And now, obviously, the conversation is offline. I want Elon to buy Limited Run and then close that fucking place or run it better than it is. I don't like them at all. I said it was bullshit that... I, I find it complete horseshit for any company. If you just follow somebody or even give a like or whatever, it's different if you go out there and make statements that are very inflammatory, but just because you follow or like something to get fired for that, I think is pretty ridiculous. Or having someone, you know, have to dig back seven years through tweets to find one thing to hang you on. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's beyond... and. You know my feeling limit run. Jim can't stop giving them his money for terrible games. Hey, I say it all the time. I hate the company, but they have things I want. It's not going to change. Yeah, bad games. I mean, like your track record would show, Jim. I'm just saying. And you know what? I would love, love it. I, I've been super indifferent about Elon either way, but if he actually helps her and she wins a case by funding it, I love him if he does that because F limited run. It's never going to happen. He's not going to do anything. He won't do a goddamn thing about Jim, this. now if he does, will you get a Tesla tattoo? Will you get a what tattoo? A Tesla tattoo. <laughs> or no. an X. Just get an X. Come on, Jim. No, I don't have any goddamn no, tattoos. You're, I'm you're not going to sa- do it for a dumb Twitter bit. You're so saying he won't. I'm just saying, if he does, because he's done some silly shit. He's built a goddamn flamethrower just because he was bored. Like... He does goofy shit. He engages trolls. He talks like he does stupid stuff. He does it terribly. He wants to be like a famous like poster that people like so badly. He literally had the world eating out of the palm of his hand 10 years ago with everyone thinking he was going to save the world with his stupid electric cars. And just because he's such a needy nerd online, he fucking now he's like a laughing stock for most people. Like he's so goddamn lame. But does being a laughing stock matter when you're a billionaire? No, I wish I was a billionaire <laughs> laughing stock. Yeah, that, so but that's. But I'm not a billionaire, like, so I can't have that. But, but that's where I'm like, but he still wins at the end. Like it doesn't matter how he's perceived. I'm just saying, I could imagine him being doing something stupid. Now, the other piece of this is since his tweet, who knows the thousands, if not millions, of comments he's gotten. Like I've been let go because of this. I just feel like that's one that had enough traction because it was in the news media for a little bit. Maybe he would actually consider it. And if he did, and she actually won a case from Limit Run, oh my God, I would laugh so hard. But but, but, but here's the thing, though. That, that, like, what... He doesn't do anything out of the goodness of his heart. 
So what? What's his? He would promote the shit out of it. He would just be like, "See, I'm like." He might just do it because he's bored, and when you have that much money, you do shit because you're bored. I, I don't know. Like, it's like suspending your money on limited run. You do it because you want stupid shit that you know is not valuable. Why do you do it? You just do it because you want a piece of plastic. He might just want to do it because he's like, yeah, fuck that. You shouldn't fire people for that reason. It's a stupid thing to do, but he's done stupid things. So... Yeah, I mean, like, I agree, like, unless unless you're being, like, you know, aggressive on fucking social media with just, like, you know, harassing people and being just, like, just being absolutely in general. Yes. Like, you know, like, a tweet here or there, like, you can be a shitty person, but you shouldn't be deserved to be fired for it. That kind of deal. Yeah. But, but again, with fucking Elon, I don't see how he benefits from this. Because the people who like Elon are going to like him regardless. So this isn't going to win him any new people. And... The people that don't like Elon are never going to like Elon, so this isn't going to win them over because a lot of the people he would probably respond to with this are people that they're not going to like anyway. So, but I would just argue there's, there's no benefit he doesn't to do, this. But he doesn't do the shit he does. I think to try to be like, yes, he does everything he does. He tries to be liked. He walked he, into fucking Twitter with a fucking kitchen sink, thinking he was funny, thinking he would get likes for that. Yeah, but did, but don't you think there's he a He steals Pepe that, memes thinking he's going to get likes for that. But he does get likes. That's the problem. Yeah, like, because he, he does he might not himself get, on every account. Yeah, but that's... Then, once again, he does get... Like, you might see the ones that hate him, but there's also... Like, there's going to be a 50-50 split, right? Like, you're going to be loved and hated. And, and he probably gets fed mentally from both of them. So, I don't know. I... I just said, I hope he does it. I'm not weighing in. Like, do I think he's going to do it? I think he's probably going to get so many. I think there will be some cases he actually probably is like, here, I'll cover your lawyers for this. Um, and honestly, he might have lawyers on retainer, so it actually might not cost him additional. It'll just be like, I'll have my lawyer deal with that shit for you. Like, I I don't know. But, but here's I just another want side limited to run to pay for their stupidity because I don't like limited run. Well, that's too much to ask, Jim. But here's another thing, though. Here's another fine limit, Brian. The people who fired her aren't at limited run anymore. Doug and Josh are gone. Well, still at limited run. So it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Not even hitting the people that fucked her then. Legacy, Jim. <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> they're still a bad company. Come on. We yeah, they're that. still a shit company, and their st- and their turnover and their return on everything still sucks. Yeah, no, they're paying the ass. Even after Embracer brought them, it's not gotten any better. So, yeah, it's still a shit company, but at least like the annoying douchebags who ran it are gone. Yeah. Well, go after them again. <laughs> <laughs> I want blood, Jim. That's all I want. I, I can see that. Fine. Little little bloodlust. Little bloodlust never hurt listen, anybody. Just because you're a shill for limited run. I know you're going to have their flag behind you because you keep spending money there. Doesn't mean you got to defend them, Jim. Hopefully one day they send me a birthday cake. Stop defending them. <laughs> you crumb bum. <laughs> Beautiful company. <laughs> so, right. If there's one thing I love, I love my FOMO-induced purchases to be negated six months later when every other platform gets their own version <laughs> of the same game I just fucking bought. <laughs> and now I have stupid, scratchy writing on my goddamn thing. Well, maybe if you learned your lesson, Jim, but you don't. You're the kid that keeps touching the flame. Ow, it's hot. Ow, it's hot. Ow, it's hot. I'm Bart with the cupcakes, Brian. That's what I is. Speaking of, I need another beer. 
All right, Chambers. So I came across a random video. Uh, shockingly, something about Resident Evil came across, and I, the title really got me. It said, "Can you beat Resident Evil 2 without walking?" Right away, I'm like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" I was just like, "You know what? Let me let me check it." Um, and it comes to us from uh, Punchy on YouTube. Um, never, never saw this guy before. Um, so yeah. I clicked it. 11,000 subscribers, not a huge channel. Yeah, give him a follow. Go check out his videos if you want. Like, I decided to subscribe because it was it was an interesting idea. Basically, he talked about, like, he's beaten Resident Evil so many times and Resident Evil 2 so many times. Um, he's done, speed, like, he's not a big fan of speedruns, but this is the inverse of a speedrun. So basically, uh, the premise is, is there a way to beat Resident Evil without walking? Like, you can't move forward or backwards. Um, so right away, my mind's like, no, but there's a little glitch design flaw, whatever you want to call it. Every time you aim in Resident Evil 2, you move forward a little bit. And I mean a little bit. A painfully small bit if you're going to do the entire goddamn game that way. This guy's insane. <laughs> And and he was he was inspired because there was something um, in a Japanese magazine. I had it right here. Uh, I I can't read the thing. Something wave in Japanese, where they highlighted a YouTuber or somebody who did this in there or tried to do it. Um, so he was inspired to give it a try. And sure enough, he I think he says yeah you have to do it on easy mode, but still like. He goes through the entire game, gets to the end, and at like almost 11 or 12 hours. Now, now that might not sound like a lot, but it for someone like him who knows exactly what you need to do, he could easily beat Resident Evil 2 in like probably two hours. So it's all about just that walking. Now, he kept getting to the point where after he beats the final boss and you've got to run to a train with a timer, uh, where yeah. like... He just had, he just like in a video, it's kind of like a, and I'll, I'll say spoiler if you want to watch it. He's like, no, it's impossible. Like, you have to run at this moment. No, like, even with two and a half minutes left, he couldn't do it. Um, and he referenced back to the, um, the Japanese guy who did this. And even that Japanese guy did the same thing. He ended up just like running at the last second. So then he's going through. He's like, you know, it was a really fun challenge. It sucks that I couldn't do it. And then it like, as a false ending comes back. He's like, so I played about like 20 more times off stream and I found the final, like perfect pathing. So basically instead of just aiming, he saved all of his ammo for like the big ass Magnum and was able to like blow himself back to do it and actually finish the game by just walking, you know, like aiming. I, I, I said before, I can appreciate speedrunners and the amount of time and effort it takes to do that stuff. My God, the amount of time and effort this thing took and would take. Like, I don't know. I do love me goofy challenges. Like, I always think it's crazy enough when I first heard people using knife only in fucking Resident Evil. Yeah, right. Th then I see this and I'm like, good God. Like, it got me thinking. Like, is there a game do you think you would actually... You feel you're so good at it. maybe it's Star Fox 64. Is there some like thing where it's like maybe you never move your actual vehicle, or is like a challenge that you love enough that you would want to actually give that a try? Like the closest I ever came to ever attempting anything like this was that video I made five, six years ago at this point, 
when I tried to play Sonic the Hedgehog 1 with an Atari controller. And yeah. with that, the hardest part of it is just, you know, having to swap controllers so you can at least start the goddamn thing. But, I mean, yeah, it sucked using that controller. And my hardware at the time did not play nice with me either, so I did not even make it all the way through. But, yeah, like, I mean, even when I had the time, thoughts like that never even crossed my mind. Like, maybe at the best of, like, trying to set high scores and shit in Star Fox, but I, I couldn't tell you a single way that I would try to do it either. Well, I guess this is my question. Like, now. maybe maybe I'd have to, like, like say for Star Fox, my favorite game. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to do some crazy challenge for myself, maybe I would have to continuously the entire time hit, like, I think it's C up and or C, uh, whatever the button is to go between cockpit view and third person view. And just keep going back and forth between that to almost make it like in, unable to like see what I'm doing and like be mm. so disoriented. Like maybe that could be something, but outside of that, like I don't know. Cause like I could, like I think I could do the game pretty easily without, you know, using bombs or smart bombs. That wouldn't be that big of a deal. But yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe unless I set like a, a score challenge for myself without using them, that would probably be tough because, you know, it's. It's basically the smart bomb's key for getting those high combos, but yeah, I don't know. Or maybe like playing Streets of Rage 2 without jumping or ever using a special attack or something, but it would be doable. Just be a pain in the balls, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's the part that interests me. Like when you do something like this, this guy is <laughs> obsessed to, to such a level where I love me Resident Evil, but even like doing things like the knife challenge, I haven't done just because I'm like, oh, it just seems like such a pain in the ass. And I, and even though I love the game, I personally wouldn't get something out of it where I'd feel like more accomplished. And there's something to that where like you and I have been doing these like level 50, level 23. Do you like the fact that you keep getting yourself exposed to more games, or do you wish you could focus in more on like replaying and mastering one game? Uh, a little bit of both. Like, I kind of do wish I could have spent more time with Mario Odyssey, even though I spent you know twenty seven hours with it. But you know, would I like to dick around more and like try to find more secrets and do more moons? Yeah, it would have been fun. But, yeah. Um. I don't have the time for it. I got to move on to other shit if I want to do some of these things that we're doing. Or yeah. Or with level 50. Like, would I have wanted to go back through Blasphemous to get the best ending? I would have loved to. But I don't have the time to try and do that. That kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's what I struggle with. Like, there's a lot of games. Like, between DLCs, not completing. Like, like I love the shit out of uh, Witcher 3. And it's like, I want to go back and do all the DLC and finish everything I didn't get to finish. But same deal. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, I got to... Right, just spend 700 hours. Exactly. So, I don't know. Like I said, a really cool video. Way different than any speed run. I do love these goofy challenge videos. So, if you guys know of any, you let me know. Send it to me and Jim. Because I, I do enjoy seeing these. I just wanted to get your take. I guess, Jim, <laughs> what would it take for you to ever even try this? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, two grand a month on Patreon. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Back up those numbers, people. Got a long way to go. <laughs> or head on over to Skillshare.com and use our code DBPG30 for thirty percent off your first year. Learn a new skill. Woo! Take a class. 
maybe the skill is uh, how to play Resident. Maybe it's beating Tetris 99, Jim. I could teach you how to not win. I'd be very good at teaching that. Ah, <sighs> uh, Chambers. So, final topic. I just needed to cover this because I keep seeing this shit coming out. It's getting me blood red mad. Um, Mortal Kombat 1. I said I'm so excited for Mad. That. All right. Yeah. Um, because I keep seeing the characters they're revealing for this game. And if you don't know with Mortal Kombat 1... They're kind of blowing their load here. Well, you have confer- you have actual roster that you can pick, and then you have these things called cameos. And cameos are strictly assist, like, you know... Oh, these aren't uh, making any sense now that I'm looking at it. What the fuck? Exactly. So the cameos, just a really quick run through. These are characters that you, the ones that aren't in the roster, you can't play. So you have Cyrax, who you're not going to be able to play as. You have Frost. You have Goro. You have Jax. You have uh, Kung or uh, Kano. Kung Lao you can play as in the game. You have Serena, Scorpion, and Sub Zero, who you can play as those two. Sector, Sonya Blade, and Striker. Regardless of how you feel, Thank just the fact God Strikers there, but just the fact that you can't play as Sonya Blade, Jax, Goro, Kano, the the original OGs of Mortal Kombat, but you can call them in for cameos. But instead, you can waste your fucking time. Right, you get Garrus. Ashra, you get Ashra, you get Garrus, you get Havoc, you get Lee May, you get. Uh, Tanya, did they purposely just go through like Armageddon and some of these other games and say, Right, hey, why are you naming all the black characters? Huh? They're not. God damn it, Jim. Well, except for Lee Mack. Uh, Havoc is like a skeleton, Jim. I actually like. I don't even mind Havoc, but still, I recognize he's so fucking stupid. Why in the fuck are you picking the most obscure non fan favorite? At least four of these people I named were literally just, like, thrown in Armageddon, I think, like, for, like, one time. Of all the people, like, you don't think put in Cassie Cage, you don't think put in some of the cool, interesting characters, you put Garrus, who's just a knockoff Thanos, like, what the shit? That's what bothers me. And it's like you have cameos from actual great characters. No Cyrax, no Sector, fucking Jax, Goro. But, oh, I can be Lee May. Thank God. Well, That's here, here, annoying me. Here, here's my problem with the characters. Like, a, as a roster alone, I would have been like, all right. Like, not a solid ro- Not a great roster, but whatever. Solid fine switch it up sometimes can't just do the same old ham and eggs every time whatever my problem is this is supposed to be like uh, the big reboot going back in time for the series and seeing like the whole thing's beginnings why the fuck are there so many characters from so much later on in the series thrown in here at this point like a lot of these should have just been babies at the time like i thought like at the end of fucking mortal kombat 11 when he goes back you know spoiler i guess whatever for fucking however old that game is now you know, fucking God Liu Kang's being the great Kung Lao, pre- preparing him for the first Mortal Kombat, you know, before Mortal Kombat 1, like the original one, the one where, you know, Goro almost took over everything, or the one where that started that. Yeah. So like, that's what I was interested to see. 
And like, yeah, I know like Scorpion and Sub Zero are gonna be like, you know, ancient Scorpion and Sub Zero, yeah. whatever. That's cool. We're na- and now they're brothers. Yeah, but then why the fuck's Tanya there? What? Well, well, and it's also, and let me preface all this. I know the roster's not done, so maybe Katana should be like three years old and like Johnny Cage. Like this makes no goddamn sense. Like Garrus is fine. Garrus is like an eternal thing that could make sense. I'm fine with that. I don't think he's the most interesting character, but he makes sense to be there. Like what the. Oh, and that's my problem is every even Re- Resident Evil 9 probably Katana had- Molina yeah orders makes sense fine whatever of course yeah I'm cool with throw as many ninjas in there as you can like but once again to not have Sonya Kano Goro Jax and I, as much as I would love Cyrax and Sector and these guys like okay whatever like it, it sucks. I'm sad, but I'll get over it. But when you throw in these random, and it's not even like how in Mortal Kombat um, 10 and 11, where they just said, let's just roll the dice and add new characters to it. Like you had that random out all dude with the gun. You yeah. had the, the big tusk thing with the little like uh, person sitting on his head. You had Cassie Cage. Right. They're called midgies. Get it right. God damn it. Um, like, you threw some characters. You had that bug lady. Like, you threw some new characters where I'm like, okay, I'm not against it I if you show me new. Yeah, they fit the universe. Fine. But, like, who else are they, are they going to fucking bring back uh, Who's How? Whatever his name. Like, are you just really picking the most obscure people possible and saying, this is who we need? I, I don't get it. And I even saw the trailer, the uh, Banished, where it introduced us to Reptile, Asher, and Havoc. And even Reptile, like, I don't know how you feel, uh, but, like, his ninja thing is, like, he's full human, and then he straight up turns into, like, a full, basically, dinosaur to become Reptile. Right. Like, I kind of like the either, like, he's, like, basically humanoid Reptile, or, like, just his face would do something. Like, I, I don't know. This is a full transformation where it's like, no, he's like a completely different creature. I, I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's, you, you could you storyline that into making sense and just be like, as he got older, the power waned and he couldn't like fully yeah. turn, shit like that. Like, that's fine. Whatever. And at least it's something different. I'll give it as being something different. But yeah. like, yeah. And like, I'm not pissed off about like, you know, the goofy characters like the Homelander and Omni-Man, like the DLC shit. Which like, that makes sense. Like Homelander makes sense omni-man i think he's pretty popular makes sense no these are all popular characters so like yeah it's their dumb you know cameos for dlc that they always do fine whatever like it's not gonna make sense in the course of the game but whatever they it never does but but just for like the games you know in story and in character and i'm even okay like it's weird that you're gonna waste a dlc slot on takita who i liked from I forget if he's from 10 or 11. I think he's Kung Lao's kid. He's the one with, like, the whips. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget. He's one of the... He's somebody... I feel like he's Kung Lao's kid. But, like, him, kind of, like, I didn't mind. Um, But, like, what, what, why, does it know, why does no one like Mataro? Why is he never back? He's never back. Uh, he's around at that time. Or Min, Min, Mitaro or a Kid Taro. Like, why is he not there? Why is like, like like there's so many like 
better choices. Like, I would have loved, like, a really, like, I would have, like, my dream for, like, this reboot was going to be, like, the story of the Great Kong Lao. You have a couple characters, like, obviously, your Scorpions and Sub-Zeros, and just a lot more Outworlders and build on that. And maybe, like, a couple random just humans, you know? Yeah. Like, the one guy in the fucking first movie. Not, like, you know, he would have been too young for the time. But, like, just give us a random character you throw in there and build up or some shit like that. Like, come on. I just... And, and once character again, selection makes no fucking sense. That's what's driving me crazy. So what would what I would enjoy if they just say everyone that's a cameo is also playable, then I'll shut up. Which and I'm okay. it eventually will. There'll just be future DLC until the complete exactly. version comes out. So you know they're eventually going to sell them to you. That's if they're there. They're going to sell off. them to you. You know they're going to be there eventually. It's like don't don't do don't nickel and dime me. Like, come on, man. Um. You know, also, like, I kind of want it to be, I don't want them to rush, uh, what's his face, Shao Kahn in this. Like, yeah. allow this one, like, whatever this retold storyline is, if Shang Tsung's the bad guy, like, let him be the main bad guy. And then build in Shang, um, uh, fuck. Shang Tsung or Shao Kahn? Or- Shao Kahn, yeah. Make him the second one. But it's like you're already kind of shooting yourself in the foot because you're, you know, you're introducing Melina, which, yeah, you can do that without having him, but like. Oh, fuck, the, 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 fucking, you could have done Sindel. You've done her whole backstory, like, of how she tried to defend the kingdom and then got killed and then was brought back to be his wife and shit. You could, I mean. Could have made her a tragic character could, or some shit like that, or given her the backstory or changed history. You could have done fucking anything. You have so many characters from that time you could have used, and you could have so, still made new ones. So you see why I'm mad now, Jim? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, you know. And how are you going to do my boy Striker dirty? <laughs> I know you hate Striker. <laughs> why is Striker there? Why is Striker ever there? Like, no, no, you know what? Actually, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. Have Striker's dad there as a combatant for Earthrealm. And it would have made sense. Well, Mortal Kombat 3 could have been like Bob Stryker and you could have had Bill Stryker be his granddad or some shit like that. But you don't know. And it would have been fine. It made sense. They could be doing that, Jim. I'm just saying. Because it's just his last name. So you don't know which Stryker it is. You don't know. There's a chance. It's very true. But what's next? Like, are they going to fucking be like, we're being funny and throw throw in mocap again? Like, come on, man. Just... Think about this shit. So, I don't know. I don't... And wait, is Kenshi even in this? Yeah, I think he is. Okay, he is. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, I just see this, th- that they're adding more and more obscure, which is like, maybe they're just going to wait till like, because it still doesn't come out till September 19th. Maybe they're going to wait till like a week before and be like, all right, guys, yeah, all those cameos are in it. Okay, cool. Cool surprise. You got me. But... Yeah, I'm not even mad about the cameos. I'm just mad about the cast in general. Yeah, well, I'm only mad about the cameos if they, if, like I said, we know where it will go. It for sure will be a future DLC. It's like, yeah, I'll have them, which that pisses me off. But fill your cameos with these obscure ass people that no one cares about and fill your roster with the characters you actually care about. That's all. Simple request. But there's going to, there's going to be a cameo one day with Vin Diesel from Fast and the Furious. You know, it's going to happen. You know what? You know what would be a good uh, DLC is Riddick. Riddick would be good. He would be interesting, at least. I'll say that. Yeah, like, might be a little too... Well, then again, I was going to say it might be too obscure for today's audiences, but I mean, for kids today, who the fuck knows Robocop and Rambo? So Exactly. So, 
you know what? Like, I'm the the thing that really interests me is I want to see the brutalities and those crazy combos. I want to see the fatalities, and then let me see my DLC. Let me see what cool characters they pull. Cause they pull, they get some good ass pulls in there. So. Yeah, Jambers, uh, we'll keep following that as they release more and more characters. I know we got a little over a month still, so there's plenty of time to announce shit. But uh, how was your silver bullet, Jim? Ooh, do I got to pee. Good, <laughs> delicious as always, nice and refreshing, but ooh, lordy, do I have to pee-pee. Yep, and as I said, the black magic, if you can find it this it probably won't be around until March of next year. Maybe you can get lucky, though, if you do. Really, really good, solid flavor. So, yeah, I would highly recommend that. But with that, we want to say thank you, everyone who's been watching. If you haven't already hit subscribe, please do that. Hit the notification bell so you can see all of our new videos. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us five stars, and whatever comment you leave, we will read on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, everybody.